Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language with Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful. Okay. That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime. And you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will drive Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And everyone's talking about this one person after last night's Golden Globes. And you know who I'm talking about. Uh, Sabrina Carpenter, because she didn't <laughs> go public with her r rumored boyfriend, Barry Keoghan, on the red carpet. Thank you for being on my level. Yes, I was talking about Sabrina Carpenter because she didn't go public with her sawburn star boyfriend, Barry Keoghan, yeah. on the red carpet. It's sad because um, just because of that, because she wasn't there, Saltburn star Barry Keoghan had to attend an annual ceremony without new girlfriend Sabrina Carpenter after a couple after a couple were tipped to make their red carpet debut. I know. Tipped by Did you who? See? Jesus? <laughs> Her new best friend, Jesus. Jesus? Oh, right. Because she, right. The, I forgot. He, she offended the church, but guess what? Jesus forgave. And Sabrina Jesus said, you know does. what, Jesus, I respect that. I appreciate that you forgive, you know? And he goes, hey, are you are you going to the girls <laughs> with Barry, with Big Barry? <laughs> the drama and the trauma of this news bubbling up every single pop crave, pop idol, pop button, pop slay, slay pop, pop diva, Buzzing pop, mm -hmm. pop buzz. They all posted that Barry and Sabrina were going to be on the red carpet tonight. It was honestly so funny. Like it was like dominoes falling. Everyone posted. And then that night I said, where's Sabrina? Where's the carpenters were tuned in. They, they stopped uh, building. They stopped building. <laughs> <laughs> they turned on CBS or Paramount Plus and they watched mm -hmm. the show and he was there looking a mess, but with no. You thought he looked a mess? I thought he looked a incredible. Mess. I thought he looked incredible. He looked like he had just visited one hot 
topic and walked out with what was on the rack. But anyways, he could have used a girly on his arm. He could have used some someone on his arm. Anyone. Beyond the obvious, other good who news from last night's award show, uh, the tweet heard around the world. <laughs> I don't know what that means anymore, but... The Hollywood Reporter tweeted a photo of Justin Hartley from This Is Us, Chriselle Stouse's ex, and captioned it, Glenn Powell has arrived for tonight's 2024 Golden Globe ceremony. I laughed at this every time I saw it, but then the more I thought about it, I was sort of like, this is devious. I feel like this was intentional. Because after Glenn tweeted, I think this is the perfect time to announce that Justin Hartley and I will be starring in the most boring body swap movie of all time, I was like, everyone's everyone's laughing at this. I don't know. I would agree with you, except for the fact that he looks so much like Glenn Powell with his mouth shut in a way that is like borderline uncanny, like in this photo. Mm-hmm. I would also, I, upon quick glance, I would also make this mistake. That's how I felt. I was like, if it wasn't so, it, it's shady, but it's also like they look a lot alike. They do look alike. Sorry. And we're, you know, we're not out here denying the fact that Glenn Powell and Justin Hartley look like a lot of guys. So it's just not, you know, it's I don't blame the Hollywood Reporter for tweeting this. Do you think that Chriselle, because we know how much Chriselle loves Australia. His wife looks like Chriselle even. Yeah. Right. Because Chriselle is dating someone who's from Australia and has found herself to be a big fan of this, you know, country continent. I would think that maybe... A movie like anyone but you would appeal to Chriselle Staus for many reasons. But do you think she finds it difficult to watch because Glenn Powell reminds her too much of Justin Hartley? What a There's setup. a question for you. I'll say sure. <laughs> I feel like it, I would disappoint you if I said no, but so I'll say sure. Uh, you would. She's definitely you would, like, you would this is triggering. Mm-hmm. My same face man, my same face ex-husband, I can't watch this because it's it's too mm-hmm. much. And I don't want to, I just don't want to disappoint. I mean, I don't want you to disappoint me. But I also feel like I disappointed you by asking a bad question. I know you had a rough night last night. So, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for making it worse. Bradley didn't win anything. I was sad. I was sad watching him there just suffering through the, like, people being like, beef, the bear, beef, the bear. And then <laughs> no, he got nothing. Oppenheimer. Uh, beef, the bear. I'm just like, poor Brad. Mm-hmm, Brought his mm-hmm. mom. Anyway, I, 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 didn't mean to, I didn't mean to sidetrack us again. Taylor Swift didn't enter the Speed Force, and I think that was what everybody was so upset by. They said, we're going to make this award so that she can finally enter the Speed Force. She showed up to the award. She pulled all the attention from anyone else that could possibly have it mm-hmm. and didn't even win. And didn't even win. It went to Barbie. Mm-hmm. Went to as Barbie. As it should have, as if that award makes any sense. The hooiest award of the night, cinematic and box office achievement. What does it mean? No one knew. No one knows. I'm trying to think of other like who-ish moments before you get to the main one, which would be the host. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deacon Philippi walking the red carpet with his mom after her recent like breakup with his dad. Mm-hmm. When I turned on Paramount Plus to watch, he was talking. I was like, there he is. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon and her beautiful son. Look at you. That your date for tonight, yes, huh? This yes. Is Deacon. Hi. How's it going? Hi, Deacon. I saw you at the Louis Vuitton party the other night. Yes. This is my first Golden Globes and really my first award show. So. I'm very excited. So what Thank does you. mom tell you to, how do you prepare to be in a room okay, like this? So there's two main things, gum, hand sanitizer, and um, be nice to everyone. And that's the main, yeah. What, what time's your it. curfew though? Curfew? I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm following her tonight. She's the party animal. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to just try and keep up. Josh goes, I mean, he looks like a lot like his mom. And I was like, don't get me started. He looks like his dad. Don't. <laughs> oh my God. Please. 
Uh, the other moment was when Ali Wong won for beef, the aforementioned mm-hmm. beef, and kissed her boyfriend Bill Hader, and people were like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> and everybody was like, "And it was like, yeah, duh, we've been talking about this. They've been I mean, together for a while. We've yeah. talked about this. Well, there was, you know, their whole thing was like." It was rumored and that and it the rumor bubbled up and then they finally were spotted together. But also mm-hmm. then people were like, Oh, but she thanked her ex on in her speech and it's like, Yeah, her co parent, like that is why exactly. she thanked him. Because he exactly. was watching their kids, I assume. Mm-hmm. Anyways Other Who News, oh well we have Iowa Debris in here winning a Golden Globe. Oft mentioned who, who can now no longer be mentioned anymore, gave a great speech. Wait, you think she's a them now or something? No, I don't think she's. I don't think she's. A, I don't think she's a Get them. Get out of here! I just. I just think that you know, once you win a Golden Globe, it's. I was gonna say it's all downhill from there, but it's not all uphill either. But I guess it's all uphill. Uphill for me. Good for her, and she did something very funny the whole night, which I appreciated. Interviewers on the carpet kept bringing up uh, Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein Calvin ad Klein. to her as if it would be a fun bit, and she each time she would say like. Thank you for doing this, but literally, he's my coworker, and like, I can't engage with this content. Like, it is like HR. Like, <laughs> like I can't. This is this is somebody I work with. What you doing? I'm putting it away. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you putting it away? Putting it away from my boy. That's my boy. This is family. This is my boy. This is family. This is right this here. a work function. You know what I mean? Okay. What did you think? Speaking of the bear, when this. Came oh. out? <laughs> Jeremy, put that away. I just, I, I'm happy for him. That's my boy. You know what I mean? I do feel like, I want people to understand he's my coworker. All right, I, got, I need you to just think of two words. Okay. For this incredible, ready? I'm so scared. Two words. Why is that, why is that so large? <laughs> Who printed You mean this? the poster. The poster, the poster. Um, my coworker. There you go. Or like there's a little clunkiness happening with this opening because we're talking around something and that is Joe Coy was one of the worst hosts of anything ever and everyone's sort of <laughs> Well, I'm like how are they ever going to get anyone to host this thing ever again? I think they're going to have to go hostless. I'm serious. I think it's like all of the individual presentations were really funny, very funny. If anything hilarious. I could say hilarious. Very funny. I would say hilarious. He's barely on stage, but when he was on stage, he made such a bad, it was so bad that I'm kind of like, why even bother with this? The writers, the other writers, not his writers, the other writers had it down. They were Mm -hmm. hilarious. There was a thing where I kept imagining people watching this, if they weren't familiar with Joe Coy, and I feel like a lot of people weren't. This was a a joke that he had in the lead up to it. Um, He didn't really make as many, y'all don't know who I am jokes as I expected, because I I thought that was going to be the whole thing. What am I doing here? And he didn't do that. Right. And you need a, you need a a point of view. And he just had none aside from just listing movies. And I feel like the whole thing was like Jared Carmichael, like everybody was kind of like scandalized by him, but he had a real point of view. And that's like. No, Gerard opened with a, with a monologue, right? Yeah, it was a point of view. And it left you very wrapped. You were like, what's he going to say? Right. And he, I care about what he was going to say. And it say. turned out not much because you really only get like five minute open opening yeah. mo- monologue. And that's you're not really doing much on. This I do show. feel like Joe Coy spoke forever. I, when he got off stage, I looked at my watch and it was eight twelve, And I was like, that's bananas. But that's but that's like it. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that like I could imagine people saying, who is this guy? And mean it earnestly, understandably, because he's not like an Ali Wong who they wanted and said no. He's not the smartless boys who they wanted and said no. He's not obviously not Chris Rock who they wanted and who said no. But I think it quickly went from 
who's this guy to who is this guy? Like, like the tone of the question, I think, changed dramatically. Very, very. From the moment he said boobies, I think it went from a curious, who did they get to host the Globes, to who the fuck did they get to host the Globes? Yeah. Who am I it watching was, here? It was weird because it made you be like every single time a person was on stage that wasn't him and did fine, you were like, why couldn't they host? Why like, couldn't they host? Every single Jim, person Jim Gaffigan who followed- was not available, <laughs> yeah. you know. Ali Wong, I get why she didn't host. She fucking yeah, she won, won one. And her speech was good and short. Yeah. Anyway. Will Ferrell with somebody else. Do another duo. Like, take the pressure off. I just feel like it's we're Honestly, really like, lock him in. Jean-Baptiste, bring him in. <laughs> I mean, who cares? He could do anything these days. And people sure. were laughing. To see how much people were laughing during, I don't know, so it was specifically that Haley Steinfeld, Daniel Kaluuya speech, and uh, Kristen so Wiig funny. and Will Ferrell speech. It was like, presenters, sorry where you could hear the audience like really giggling a lot, that made Joe's crickets even worse, <laughs> you know? Right, because like people were desperate to laugh. To like, know how much talent was in the room. They weren't like, oh, I'm just being rude. It's like there was something so repulsive happening. Like there, it was mm-hmm. just like not hitting. And it wasn't not even just not hitting. It was like people were like, I don't want to be seen laughing at this, actually. Like mm-hmm. I don't want them to cut to me and I'm laughing to this joke because it yes. would like make me look bad. So, yes. I mean, that just sucks because, you know, we love like a who that like has a moment and it's just like it wasn't the moment. It was bad. I was excited for the moment, too. We talked about this in the Patreon. I was like, I'm excited because I don't really know him. What's he going to do? This is fun. Right. And it's crazy because it just... it's the first year that they gave uh, stand-up comedians awards for their special and then they had one host and he was such a flop. So... You know, it's a, a and dark the winner dark wasn't time. there. And the winner wasn't there. The winner wasn't there. Ricky Gervais was like, I'm not coming to this. The point is, Gypsy Rose Blanchard reveals if she was joined Dancing with the Stars after prison release exclusive. Gypsy Rose Blanchard reveals if she joined D- Dancing with the Stars after prison release exclusive. What interview is this with? An interview with Hollywood Life? She's really talking to everyone. She She's says, going on the Nick Vile podcast <laughs> out today. It's too much. She says... You never know what kind of opportunities come up. That's not something on my list right now, but that doesn't mean I might not circle back to it later. That's a good answer, Gypsy. Never say never. Well, everybody's wondering. What everybody's wondering is how did Gypsy Rose get so uh, media trained in prison when she literally went to prison at age, like, young? You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. did she get her GED and somehow get media trained? And it's, I'm wondering that too, because she's very... um, fluent with these awful interviewers i mean it's one it's one awful commentator and by the next that she is coming up against and yeah she's very eloquent and she's saying the kind of right things you want to say but having a little fun but yeah. not being crazy but not being mm-hmm. n- not self not self well she already incriminated but not nothing too off-putting it's just funny right? to have gypsy rose blanchard like an actual accused and has served time murderers albeit a murderer who was viciously abused by their mother for a very long time but like have that woman on the view and some and and like and somehow have her be correct joy well somehow have her be the most her head was the screwed on the straightest there was a like calmness and an eloquence to her that was like honestly kind of hard to watch where you're like Joy isn't getting it and Gypsy is delivering what she's saying so like clearly and so calmly and somehow these women just can't figure her out. You are not alone in in, in this, you know, situation. There are other ways out. Um, I did I did it the wrong way. Um, no, so, no, no, no. you know. Don't say that. I, but I did. No I, choice, I did really. something wrong and I, I paid my dues for it. Oh, you it. mean that part? Yes, the part of it, oh, yeah. you know, that part of it. <laughs> yeah. And the number one thing that she knows is when you get out of jail for uh, murder, despite the circumstances, 
circumstances. The one thing you do is is you stand by the fact that that's something that you did <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're like, it was yes, bad, I did and, it, I and, it was bad. And, and I should not have done that. No. And anything else you could play with, anything else, yeah. go crazy, do whatever you want. She did refer to her husband's dick as fire, so this is not <laughs> us making that up. She says But that- this is what happens when your press tour includes podcasts, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, these girlies are out here being like, that was in an Instagram caption. There was, I saw a lot of tweets and, and you referenced them about like Gypsy Rip Blanchard is so good at, at, at the press tour. Like, has she been media trained? Oh my God. Well, who, who trained her? I, there's something about her and there's something about the way that she speaks and um, the way that she writes that makes me think, like, it doesn't give media trained to me. It gives natural, you know, it gives, this just gives Gypsy Rose Blanche. I don't know when she would have been media trained. That's my main issue. It's like she got out of prison and she went someone, on the view. <laughs> okay, but we're saying media trained as if it's this real thing, as if it's like this specific thing, right? It could mean lots of things. Like media training comes in many forms. It could be an actual person who's like, oh, this is an actual class you're taking yes. or we're sending you a consultant. Or it could be a, a very detailed discussion with a lawyer. Like you never know. I guess we're I, there's a scale of media training. I do think that she has had good people talking to her about the way that she could present herself to media. Maybe that's it or something. Because to me, it's literally impossible to imagine somebody just getting out of jail cold after they went to jail at a very young age. I mean, she's only 23. And somehow having the grace is what I'm saying. Like that's, uh, there's gotta be some sort of something she read. I just, I give something, I'm I'm leaning towards self-taught here because we know that she has so many comments on all these pop culture conversations right she talks about millie bobby brown she talks about lana del rey like she knows all of these things well, she, so she was she, has media. she was she was consuming media in prison sure and that yeah. makes me think that she was like being sm- smartly rightfully saying like who what version of gypsy rose do i want to be in the media when i get out of here and she probably watched a lot of people flail and like did research on how like let's your Amanda Knoxes of the world like high profile prisoners who get out Don't and then start up. doing press. Don't and bring she up was Amanda I didn't mean to, to but me. I bet she was probably like okay, how did people do it right in my estimation and how did people do it wrong in my estimation? No, I mean and if she anything, figured out her middle ground. If anything in prison you have a lot of time yeah Yeah, that's why i don't think it was another person i think she did this herself in some instances it makes sense and we know that there is like uh there are purse strings behind famous people she definitely has a publicist though right sure yeah but i just think that sometimes in this particular instance the the connotation of wow she's been so well media trained felt dismissive of her own talents in a way where I was like, no, you think she hasn't been working on this and she hasn't been planning this and she hasn't been prepared for this. Like Gypsy Rose Blanchard yeah. seems to me like a prepared person. <laughs> yeah. I think that you, she can, she can make a plan. Let's put it, let's put it like that. <laughs> when we were talking about how Dancing with Stars needs to have more criminals, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is your favorite. It's your favorite subject. I'm Dancing telling with the Stars you, needs more criminals. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars needs more criminals. And I would go to bat for that. So I think if they aren't pursuing her wildly, they should be banging on her goddamn door. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, who mm-hmm. hosts that? I agree. Who hosts that show now? Is it Tyra Tom Banks Bergeron? anymore? No. Is Tom Bergeron Banks? No, it's oh, Derek, it a- Derek Huff. Derek Huff? Isn't it Derek Huff? I thought it was like, wasn't it Alfonso Ribeiro for a while? Or is he Whoever's done? Whoever's the host of that show should print out one of those giant Ed McMahon checks with like a gajillion dollars Who on it. And it be now? And be slamming on Gypsy Rose's door like, honey, come out. I have the deal of a lifetime for you. I'm so, I'm 
so goddamn serious. <laughs> it's I'm Alfonso so serious. Ribeiro. It's Alfonso Ribeiro and Julianne Moore. The way that we Julianne Huff. So- oh my god, Julianne Huff. <laughs> Julian Huff. Oh, I said Derek Huff. Okay, wrong Huff. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. One of the Huffs. I'm just saying, like, the, they should be making this girly a deal yes. of a lifetime. They should You're be right. flying her first and class helicopter to set every day. And uh, you mentioned you mentioned lifetime, and I think that's an important piece of the puzzle too. Like publicists, well, she's doing she's promoting a lifetime property. It wouldn't surprise me if that's one of the reasons she had a publicist so quickly getting out of here because she oh, had a lifetime sure. machine who wants people to watch this fucking documentary show. So For sure. And it's working. Yeah. She's everywhere. And she's she's run it she's got podcast mouth. She's got the she's talking on everyone. On everybody's lips. Is Gypsy Rose It's gonna be Gypsy. There's one pair of lips the name is not on. It's because those Which, lips are oh, incapable of talking. Gypsy joined the cast of Chicago. Oh, oh, I would lose it. <laughs> the- I don't know about you, but I got the shoppies and I'm ready to <laughs> shop. Shoppies. Thank God it's Rakuten's Big Give Week. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ulta, Adidas, Doc Martin, Ray-Ban. I'm just naming the ones that I like, the, the brands that I like. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During the Big Give Week, May 6th through May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I just actually got some cash back. It's incredible. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. They have 15 million members who are already saving. So join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. I'm Misha Brown, and I'm the host of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop. Every week, guests join me to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time. Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize. They never imagined somebody might actually try to snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Big Flop early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. 
But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. I want to be famous. Bobby literally was so delighted when he found out that Amber Rose started a YouTube channel. One of the first one of the first videos on Amber Rose's YouTube channel is Amber Rose trying Arby's for the first time with Black China. When this, I'm not sure if this was this was Friday morning. This is before we recorded the Patreon. I was at my house. It was Friday morning. I opened up my YouTube. And as I do most mornings, and my algorithm was serving me the stuff it typically serves me. There was like some cooking content. There were some movie trailers. There was a lot of video game stuff for Alan Wake 2 because I've been watching a lot of Alan Wake 2 walkthroughs. I finally beat it. And then on the Congrats. far right... What, thank you. On the far right was Amber Rose trying Arby's for the first time with Black China, And I was like, well, this is taking precedent. I had to see Amber Rose eating Arby's for the first time with Black China Because I know that Black China is in the middle of this sort of like kind of rebrand. I'm like finding myself. I'm more spiritual. I quit alcohol. I'm sober. I'm like, I'm, I stopped getting work done. Like I'm trying to be a new me or whatever. But I right. didn't know that Amber Rose had a YouTube channel. And I was like, how did I not know that Amber Rose had a YouTube channel where she was having Arby's with people like Black China, Like a celebrity interview YouTube channel. It's because it's brand new. It's because it's only like six weeks old, eight weeks All old. Right, here's a roast beef. That's good. Damn, you really got double meat. You got a little crazy. <laughs> I got the double. This is single meat. Not too good. <laughs> Ooh, I'm about to have cheese sauce everywhere. I gotta do, oh. Mm. This is fire. This is seasoned. Wow. 14,000 subscribers is nothing to scoff at. It's and nothing to scoff at. You're getting to know the real me, Unfiltered Ron, on YouTube now. I do think what is happening is the OnlyFans girlies are coming back around to tra traditional media where mm -hmm. the advertising on YouTube is quite strong and they're saying, like, we should just be putting stuff here. And she's putting right. things here like how to make my famous South Philly turkey hoagie. You know, she's really not holding back. And a lot of mm -hmm. it is kind of just like the standard YouTube stuff. But I... And so I wasn't surprised by any of this, but it did make me laugh that one of the that it was just them going to Arby's and being like, the roast beef is bomb. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, they try everything on the menu. They try like a gyro, the roast beef, a burger. It's everything yeah. and they like have a little bite of everything. What do you think their favorite is? What do you think they cannot get? Well, obviously over? it's the roast beef. The roast it's beef. like that's they're why like, people talk about that. They're like, the roast beef with cheddar is really good. And they keep calling it fresh. They're like Everything is so fresh. They're like, the meat is so fresh. Oh, the vegetables are so fresh. The only thing they didn't like is the, um, are the macaroni and cheese bites, the fried macaroni and oh, cheese okay. bites. Well, everybody used to love flavor. Arby's for the curly fries. That was like a big thing that people would get curly fries at Arby's. That oh, was right. like that's their standout. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what everyone yeah. says. But mm -hmm. maybe it's the roast beef. You just don't know. Have you ever had it? The Arby's roast beef? Of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I haven't been at right. Arby's in a very, very long time, but... I did eat well, the Well, maybe beef. if you ate the Arby's roast beef on YouTube, you'd also get 247,000 views. People are watching this. I was, this is, I'm not, I'm saying this because I pay attention to it. I follow a lot of, you know, very popular YouTubers, just like everyone else. And there are some very, very famous, like, 
some of them have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And I've noticed a lot of them are suffering lower and lower and lower view counts. Amber Rose trying Arby's for the first time at Black China has almost 300,000 views. How to Make My Famous South Philly Turkey Hoagie has 80,000 views. I've seen some of these girlies with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of YouTube subscribers have like a video that's three weeks old with 8,000 views. Amber's doing well. That's what I'm saying. saying. That's my roundabout way. She's doing well. Than most music videos at this point, you know, <laughs> you know, of smaller music videos, right? And they're just yeah. eating an RB sandwich. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying is like, at this point, I, I know you felt that it was novel that you saw this, but I'm kind of just like, this is just, we're just, yeah. it's going to be endless, you know? Yeah, I like, and I like what you said about OnlyFans. It's funny that like, I mean, she still does her OnlyFans, but like, there's, it's funny to see people like try the subscription model. It's like, no, fuck advertising. I'm just having my fans come to me. And like that's gonna be my money. But then you go back to then you go back to advertising. <laughs> you go back to the advertising because it's like, well, you know what? There's a pretty low barrier to entry here. Like I always look good to begin with, so I can be on camera. And like the YouTube formula, th- even though we're like almost 20 years into it, still works. It's famous like people eating food and talking about it. <laughs> you know, like there's still an appetite for it. Is she still dating Chris Rock, Amber Rose? I think so. See, I Googled this. I was like, is she still dating Chris Rock? Because I knew that they've been rumored to be together because they've been spotted together. But I was like, I don't know how long it's been since I've seen them. Then you Google it. And they were just together like two weeks ago in New York mm-hmm. City around Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I think they're mm-hmm. still dating. So I like this Amber, language. So your, your algorithm served you Amber Rose eating roast beef. And my yes. algorithm served me Shailene Woodley pulling a roll of scotch tape out of her Loewe bag. And mm-hmm. that it is... Did. That is why we both are watching these things in full. I mean, you didn't watch this in full, but she puts tape in her bag because she um, likes to leave notes for people. And I guess that means that she needs tape. I, again, I don't know why it means you need to carry around scotch tape. Like when you everyone need has tape, their you reasons. Need it. This is essential for when you're someone that likes to leave little fairy notes in people's houses and in their cupboards and in sneaky little cheeky places. I always need a roll of tape in order to stick things to walls. It is incredible how Shailene Woodley's kookiness comes out in now much smaller ways. I mean, she, a mm-hmm. year ago, she would have been pulling like the clay and the toothbrush out of the bag. But like now she's just like, I'm a sensitive, thoughtful girl. I'm carrying around tape to leave you a little love note. They were like, Shailene, I know that you have it in your bag, but we're not going to let you pull out your ivermectin. <laughs> like, Leave the wow. ivermectin in your bag, oh Shailene. You're like, Shailene, we know you have a rain stick. Like, you know, one of those rain sticks that goes like, ooh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Can you imagine her pulling out her bag like like Mary Poppins? She's like, this bag holds so much. My rain stick, even. And everyone laughs. And the moment she turns it over, the, the window behind her, like you see some lightning and it starts raining. You're like, oh, my God, this woman's power. When I was scrubbing through and I was just like, what's she pulling out? Like she pulled out her phone. She pulled out like a notepad. She pulled out a coupon book at one point. Then I see her pull out wired headphones. And I was like, I understand it. This girl is afraid of Bluetooth. And then I pushed play and she's like, other essentials, these because Bluetooth freaks me out. I know I'm probably the only person who still thinks that, but I refuse to put them in my ears. So I'm traditional old school wire headphone girl. I knew it. She's not messing with waves. 
Well, you, you said, you know, she's uh, whoever media trained Gypsy Rose got their hands on Shailene as well, because since <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers days, it's incredible what a little bit of Ferrari can do. I mean, it's mm-hmm. she just it's like it's like back to the drawing board with her. She's like, I hope you forget about the clay. I hope you forget about the Aaron Rodgers. I Aaron hope Rogers. you forget about whatever. I'll never forget. Personally, I hope you but... forget about every weird thing about me. You know, <laughs> just remember the right. kooky stuff. Right. She's right. no longer the weird. Fun. She's just kooky and fun. She can be yeah. kooky. She can be fun. But everyone kind of said you took it too far and it was yeah. a little bit too much for us now yes. that she's back in the she's back on the a-list she's literally i mean truly i mean she like she was like in the who territory for us she knows now we're, we shouldn't be talking about her she's kind of a-listing i think the thing is A-listing. i think she knows that Vemi. big little lies season three is coming and that she, she needs knows to, mama needs to be on her best behavior she's going to be welcome back to set with nicole and reese and zoe well you reese know, like, gave her a phone call and said and whatever you're doing you can keep the bluetooth uh wired headphones but everything else we gotta, we gotta re- no. rein it Lindsay, in. You're being too kind. She said, "Cut the shit, Shailene." That's what she said. Cut the shit, shit. She probably showed up at her house. Cut the shit, Shailene. And she goes, "No, it's fine. I, I, I took everything weird out of my bag, and I'm bringing it to the studio for what is this? Like Harper's Bazaar? What is it? Is it Harper's no Bazaar? Idea. Is it Glamour? Have, Let me click again. No, it's British Vogue. No okay, it's even no, it's even themier than I thought it was. Okay? I know. So I was I like. She goes, no, it's it's fine, Reese. I, I I have I have everything in my bag. It's there's tape, there's headphones, there's nothing weird. But what kind of bag is it, Shailene? What kind of bag is it? And she was like, well, it's it's my tote from the co-op. And she's like, no, you're putting it in the wave, eh? You dumbass, you're putting it in the wave, eh? You're not showing up. You're not showing up with the canvas tote, Nimrod. Okay, can you stop? You're Reese Witherspoon impression. It's not good. It's not very good. This is my daughter Chloe. I'm shrinking from embarrassment over there. Are you new to Monterey? Yeah, we just moved here a few weeks ago. Well, I'm Madeline Martha McKenzie. I always say the Martha, but no one calls me that. They call me Madeline. Jodie Turner-Smith is out here, like, recovering from broken Mm -hmm. relationship, being very vulnerable, being very open and honest. But that's not capitalist enough for her. She had to say, how can my self-care, how can my emo-ness, that's her words, not mine, uh, make me the big the big account, mm-hmm. land me the big account. And I've never seen anything like this. It's so fully integrated into her like very real, very emotional uh, post. And then all of a sudden yes. it's like, Expedia! <laughs> well, it's like, you should actually not even reveal what it is yet. You, it's oh, it's like, you had said to me, you were like, it's like you're, you're sitting on the subway and then suddenly you, when you look up, you realize you missed your spot, your stop, and you're like, fuck. Like, there's a well, moment like in this caption reading, where it turns. Listening, experiencing, having a beautiful life, and then all of a sudden it's like, man, thank you, to, thank you so much to Expedia.com <laughs> for the beautiful combinations. <laughs> and you're just taken out of it. And it's like, how did I get to, how did I get to Graham? I was trying to get off at Metropolitan and like, I'm pissed. <laughs> and then you realize the doors have closed and you missed it and you have to turn around and there's no easy way to Horrendous. turn around. You got to go up on the street and Horrendous. then you gotta pay again you have right to pay so this again. is what this feels we have to read it first before i'm gonna read the whole experience. thing okay this is a post about not being okay it's also about blank but let's get through the emo stuff first work took me to london but my body sat me all the way down jet lag stress exhaustion depression maybe some combination of them all i didn't know how badly i needed it to switch off until my body just did it for me Life feels so painful sometimes. And everyone looks at me and says, but you're so strong. Sometimes that hurts even more. Because being so strong is so exhausting. I'm tired, y'all. But on this trip, I remembered something I learned while I was giving birth to my daughter. 
Pain is not an obstacle. Pain is a portal. It's a doorway to what or who comes next. And I don't mean some magical savior for my life. I mean me, the me that exists on the other side of transformation. I'm beyond grateful to Expedia for making it possible for me to have a space to break down and cry. <laughs> a really fucking cushy place, my favorite hotel in London, at Corinthia London. Expedia truly makes it easier and more rewarding to book your whole trip in one place. Proud to be in hashtag partner, hashtag ad, hashtag sad bit sexy, hashtag soft life, hashtag apparently it's okay to cry, hashtag and it helps to cry in Egyptian cotton, hashtag EG partner. God, they really like landed the big, she landed the big account, but they also really got what they paid for in terms of this post because it truly got. It's beyond it, their it's, wildest dreams. You can't not post like heart or support or like, great, you're a gift, love you, et cetera, et cetera, because it's like. It's so like vulnerable and emotional. And then it's like Expedia, like book me this hotel room. Thank you to Expedia. Mm-hmm. You know, like it really wraps in the, the gremlin of the sponsorship, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the VIP list girly of the of the post. Mm-hmm. You got Shudy Gatwa saying hard heart. Lucas Gage saying fire, 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 fire. You are a gift. Elena Ora, Rita's very own sister, says this caption is so beautiful and so how I feel at the moment. Timmy did a few more Googles and found out that she's been doing Expedia stuff for a while. Like she yeah. attended the Expedia Group's Unpack 24, the trends in travel in event. November. And she was photographed with Anthony, who was also photographed with everyone else at well, the event. Because apparently he just stood on the carpet. I was like, there's no way he's there with Jody Turner-Smith. And then I went to the Getty actual album and he's posing with every other guest at this event. So... Moving on, more good. Scott spot. Eastwood revealed his hidden talent is the saxophone. Not well, but I play it exclusive. Scott Eastwood remaining the the golden retriever of actors for some reason, and this is confirmed when I realized that it's in honor of his partnership with Royal Canin, <laughs> leading up to the 2023 AKC National Championship and this year's unique abilities. And I'm thinking this is some sort of like. Abu Dhabi golf tournament in my mind just knowing dog kind food. of what's out there in terms of spawn Bobby said no that's dog food <laughs> you were like royal canin and I was like it's dog food it's royal canin dog unique abilities are literally sit down play dead and roll over which I think Scott Eastwood can do at least two out of three of those oh yeah he can do roll over I bet he could definitely roll over and I no he can play dead I've seen him play dead I've seen him play dead in a movie because he's always getting shot in like movies about armies because he trained he transitioned from, well, it, not that he transitioned from it, but I think that when he first burst onto the scene, it was like, Nepo baby supreme. Clint Eastwood has a son who sort of looks like him. And can he act? A little bit. I think that we're going to put him in movies and he's going to be, be a big star. One of the first big pushes for Scott Eastwood, you'll remember, was as a romantic lead. And then I think that quickly was snuffed out. And now when he's in a movie, he's like a hired gun. He's but like I would a argue bad he's... guy. His greatest role in the past few years when was when he was in that rom com with Jenny Slate, oh, and yeah, he was he's actually, actually so funny. It's the most charming like, he's ever been. Oh, Scott Eastwood! Yes, he's so funny, and it's like, yeah, but he's just never playing that role because, well, rom coms mm-hmm. aren't a thing, and he's also getting cast in like Guy Ritchie like shoot 'em ups, and it's like, well, I'd rather do those because it's a good again, I'm up, Scott Eastwood's son. I'm a I'm Clint Eastwood's son. It's a really good shoot 'em up. My bones. Wrath of Man. It's a good movie. Jody figured out a way to eloquently blend her personal life with her sponsorship requirements, like her sponsorship mandatories. And Scott is having a harder time meshing those two things. He's like, I'll talk about Royal Canaan. Like, that's fine. 
but they were like because it's about like unique abilities give something and he couldn't figure out a way to like seamlessly blend those things and then he just went off on all the dogs that he had he said i played the sax that's my unique ability well that's what he has but then as he kept talking it just got worse like the line that you read about like we had schnauzers then we had bulldogs we also had cats it was just like he went too far you know, and he couldn't figure out how to land the plane, as you said. Right now, Scott and Josie are gearing up to celebrate the 2023 AKC National Championship presented by Royal Canin. Can you tell me a little bit about that partnership? It seems like a perfect fit. Now, Royal Canin's doing this really cool thing this year. They're the marquee sponsor of AKC, the championship, that dog show you see every year. They're having owners submit their dog's unique abilities, which I think will be fun to watch. It's on uh, ABC on the 31st, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Awesome. We don't want to miss it. After the Jeremy Ellen White photos went viral, in fact, as they were going viral and becoming, you know, even bigger online, Aaron Taylor Johnson randomly posted a photo from his Calvin Klein campaign from March 2023 without a caption. He said, member this, member this, member me. I like Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think he's talented. I think he's hot. I think he'll probably be Bond. Whatever. But there's something interesting in watching this person who has been positioned as like America's number one, not America's, the world's number one hunk, entertainment's number one movie hunk. Is he? He's going to be James Bond or whatever. Like he's being positioned as here he comes, here he comes, here he comes. Yet I'm waiting. Well, he's on the cover of magazines and it's sort of like, why do we even, like no one saw Bullet Train. Everyone keeps saying he's going to be Bond, but Bond hasn't been made yet. So it's like we're waiting for this big Aaron Taylor Johnson announcement. And as we've been waiting... Hollywood has sort of been churning out hunks. We got Jacob Elordi. We got Charles Melton. We got Jeremy Allen White. And I feel like Aaron Taylor Johnson feels left behind or lapped. <laughs> Hollywood will always churn out hunks. Like all, Hollywood will always be giving new hunks. That's the thing. He says, I want to secure the bag of Bond because I know mm-hmm. that's a multi-picture deal before these hunks Stability. lap me or get older or become more relevant for the role. I think right yeah. now he's like, he's the perfect uh, perfect pick, not because he's necessarily a hunk, which he is. He is. I'm just saying like, not because of that. There's plenty of hunks. Like there's plenty of, there's plenty of guys that could play Bond, but it's because he's got that like cheeky chap Brit thing going on too. That yeah. I think is like what they want, which he was, it's so, he is really good in bullet train. Like that's what he's so, like he's so like bruv, you know, he's bruv, bruv you know, he's I never like, saw it. Cheerio or whatever he is. I don't know. It's good. Okay. So Cheerio. <laughs> I think it's like, he's like, I'm the best choice unless they're like, oh, let's do like an American. Let's like go okay. off book. And I think yeah. he's like, I can't lose my lose my place in line. And I, that's how I interpreted that. It wasn't that it was like, oh, he wants attention for Calvin Klein. It's like he wants... He wants to be remembered generally. Like he wants, he he does not want to be forgotten because I feel like all of these hunks are outdoing him. Uh, He shared hunky photos and Alex Abad Santos uh, retweeted and wrote, he couldn't stand the intention his Wario was getting. That's so spot on. Well, they're both like shorter, ripped, curly haired, like uh, Mm -hmm. uh, hunks or whatever. I mean, future Lindsay here, not to fact check myself, but I just did. uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is 5'11 and Jeremy. Allen White is 5'7". So they are not the same height. Apologies. I'm saying I bet Aaron Taylor Johnson went out for Iron Claw. I'll say that. I think he I think he definitely went out for You're that. so right. I didn't even put that together. That maybe even explains more of the beef. If there is the beef. beef. I'm not saying there's beef. I'm not Melissa. But well, there I'm is saying... beef and it's beefcake. That's yeah. what you're saying. Two beefcakes. It's, it's two when beef I saw cakes. When I saw, I mean like 
and he is exactly the same age as, age as Charles Melton. I just think that there's a lot of like early 30-something hunks who were gunning for the same shit lately. And I love that for us. Good. Good. That's what we want. We want an open market. We want a fair we want a fair market. We want an that's, open market. That's democracy. That's capitalism. Oh mm-hmm. God. What is it? Whatever. We just want as many hunks as possible. That's fine. Yeah, we we'll do. make we'll make more roles for them. Bond doesn't have to be the only one, you know? Like there's yeah. plenty of there's plenty of movies to go around. As Cameron Sheets tweeted on uh, Twitter to us, Storm Reed is now one step closer to Figot status, just three more awards to go. It's true. Yeah, Storm's Storm's got an E, Storm's got an F, and Storm just needs the God. And you yes. know what? St- Storm could do it. That's good. Okay? Okay, fine. That's We're rooting good. for you, Storm. I'm on the We're Storm Watch. For you, Storm. Oh my God, I'm on the Storm Watch. I am literally <laughs> Storm. Storm Watch for the Figot. This is a, a new Who Weekly initiative. Yes. I think she'll Is make she it. nominated for Grammy Oscar Tony? No. She so we be. might have to wait until she does projects to do she to get be. as much. Moving on to relationships. Big, huge news. We've been waiting for this for months and months and months. Months and months. Hallie, well, actually, months and nine months and to months. be nine, nine to be exact. Forty weeks. Forty weeks. Hallie, Hallie Bailey has been playing with us about this. And guess what? She was pregnant the whole time. And everyone knew. Congratulations. It's a boy. I'm quoting boss up. Congratulations. It's a boy. Hallie Bailey confirms she and DDG welcomed their first under the sea seed. Halo. Halo. As in Angel. People were like, oh, Angel will be the name, Mm -hmm. something, something, and it's Halo. This is like messy. I don't know. Like people she kept loves... going back in time and being like, "Ugh, you know." Remember he when... announced it and then he took it back. He was like, "I'm kidding." Remember he well, posted the photo of. He was also kind of trolling of... her. Remember mm-hmm. when uh, another girl posted DMs from him, being like, "What are you doing?" And her being mm-hmm. like, "Aren't you X Y Z?" And him being like, "Well, never mind. It's mm-hmm. weird." And and she made it through the color purple, but she didn't even go to the. She doesn't get to go to the the no, Golden Globes. She might be able to go to the Oscars. So people were more him aside, his behavior aside. It's just like people want her to be a star and they want her mm-hmm. to like get to do all the things that stars do. And and if you're having a baby during the Golden Globes, like you simply during can't. During award season. Yeah. yeah during your you movie's can't. award season. Yeah. You simply can't. You know what? She's probably so happy right now with Halo. Yeah, of and course never she forget. she finally stopped singing it at renaissance she was like no more it's like Halo her least favorite song I'm done. she actually hates it i'm done how much of this same i was in florida this past weekend and guess what was the talk of the town your mom's aura frame the aura frame the aura frame kept it was scrolling through every photo i was like oh oh there's that oh there's that oh there. i'm like where'd they get that photo there's always a photo where i'm like where'd they get that photo How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone It'll just be photo a full that's Instagram. on the aura frame. Exactly, with it. comments and everything. It'll just be on, <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, 
It's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app and, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. Ad photos. You got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But you Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> when I sleep on other beds, I get mad. What is there I else to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's It's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm -hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm -hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm -hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
I want to be famous. Very quickly, Brian Austin Green got a vasectomy. And this made me laugh because you thought that would just be, that's the story. It's like he had a kid and he had a vasectomy. The story ends with Sharna, grateful for Sharna, saying, well, we might not be done with our family because as you know, vasectomies are like reversible. It's crazy. It's like, te- it's like nothing, nothing matters anymore. Everything like is, you, you, everything can the, be fixed. Everything can be changed. Everything can be reversed. Then why am I hearing about this vasectomy exactly. if you're not, if you're not actually care? done having kids? Why the fuck am I hearing about this? Why are you reporting about this? Because she, they're not reporting about it. She mentioned it on Randy Spelling's podcast, Oldish. Well, then he says, as for Brian, he admitted that all five of his kids were unplanned, which means that maybe he does need a vasectomy for just in general, because like some family planning can then come into play. I don't trust the vasectomy. vasectomy. I don't trust the vasectomy when it comes to Brian Austin Green. They're going to make it through. You think he's going to bust through. through the vasectomy? You think the, the spermies are going to like jump the sh- jump the cavern? I don't know how vasectomies work. They will find a way. They'll untie the knot. In did my just, mind, it's like a bridge. Did they tie a knot or did they, cut the, did they cut it? Well, I don't know. But in my mind, it's like a bridge and they, they cut the bridge. Like the bridge falls like in a, they put the a true Beverly up. Hills. And then the spermies are like in true Beverly Hills where they put the log across the bridge and they walk across the log, you know? And they're like, yeah, the we did it. Are, the spermies are uh, Shelley Long and Jenny yes. Lewis. That's what and I'm saying. And they're like, we're going to make it across the ravine and I'm pissed yes. off at you. And then they get there and it goes. Yeah. Thank you. I put it in and then words Sharna's that I, pregnant think, again. I thought you could understand. And then Sharna's pregnant with her with his sixth kid. And he's like, oh, God, not again. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, I can't let you do this. I can do it, Mom. It's just like the balance beam. This is no balance beam, honey. This isn't even a bridge. This is a log. It's very treacherous. And that is a very, very deep ravine. Only an idiot would walk across that. I'm going to do it. I'm trying to think of it. Is there a, is there a Beverly Hills what a thrill joke you could make with sperm? Probably no. not. Um, Engaged. <laughs> Katie Holmes's ex to his... T- Katie Holmes's ex to his TikTok girlfriend. My brain broke when I read this because I was like, oh, is she back with Emilio Vitolo Jr.? But no, no. it's just Emilio Vitolo Jr. getting engaged to Sammy Piccinini. No, they just are <laughs> still... They are just still for some reason. And this is not just in the Daily Mail, which you'd expect this from. People Magazine. Got an exclusive. Is... is He's, he's reporting an exclusive about Emilio Vitolo Jr., who, remember, is just a, he's a restaurateur, uh, Emilio's, uh, what's it a called? A Nepo baby restaurateur. Emilio's Bellato. As she shows off her <sighs> sparkling diamond ring in a snap from romantic New Year's Eve post- proposal. And this is not the, they're now following up on this to be like, she's pregnant. This is just, uh-huh. so, or she was, she had a kid and then she they She had the engaged. kid in the summer and then they got engaged. Right. Oh, but also, who Eve. cares? Who cares? I don't care. I wanted to see a star meter because I, when I was reading the People exclusive, it said Vitolo, who was also an actor. And I was like, sure, oh, right. Babe. He's like tried his hand at acting. I went to sure. his IMDb Pro and I was like, what's his star meter? And I thought it was funny. I looked at his star meter across five years and you will see it's quite low, quite low, quite low. And then it jumps to in the top 5,000. And I was like, that must have been Katie Holmes. And of course it was. 100%. It was summer 2020. It's when they were walking down the street holding hands. And yes. everybody was like, and, wow, and they'd smooch, And they'd lower their mask and then they'd smooch. And then they'd put their mask back up. He was her rebound after Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. As you know. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Keep going. To uh, Bachelorette Rachel Lindsay is divorcing her bachelor husband, which I kind of was surprised by. But no one should be surprised mm-hmm. by this. No one no. should be surprised. What's his, what's his username? He's like Dr. Abs because his... His last name is Abba Solo, and he goes by <laughs> Dr. Abs because he has That's big, crazy. Like, he has, like, honestly, sorry, Frank, like, completely insane abs. Yeah, Dr. Well. Abs. Trademark. <laughs> I don't know if it's really trademark, but that's what it says. 
who else broke up? Uh, Mariah Carey and Brian Tanaka, a couple that uh, no one was talking about, but then all of a sudden Mariah Carey is posting lots of photos of herself, like just walking the streets of Aspen mm-hmm. in like new outfits. And people all the are like, celebrities well, where's, are in Aspen these days. Where's Brian? Well, they're skiing. Where's Brian? And they're and she had to be like, well, we're not dating anymore. So, well, no, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, no. well, Brian no. wants to have a family at 40. Good for him. And Mariah Carey's like, I already have kids and I'm 54. So bye bye. Stormy Brie. Big story. This is the biggest story of the week. <laughs> Did her name ring a bell to you at all? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I remember. So you re- I remember. You remembered yes. that she had a baby with Lucky Blue. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we talked about this on the show. Yeah, 40,000 years ago, though, uh-huh. so I wasn't sure you'd remember. Stormy uh-huh. Bree is a model whose real name is Stormy Henley, and mm. you might remember her name, because how could you forget a name Stormy Bree? She's not yeah. the only Stormy, but she is the first one. She named her baby Gravity. <laughs> In July of 2017, Stormy Bree and the model Lucky Blue Smith had a baby named Gravity, okay? He has since had babies with even crazier names, but they had a baby named Gravity. And now she's in the news again. Since then, she's just been a normal model, doing living her life. And now she is reportedly dating Joe Jonas. And they are together in, you guessed it, Aspen. Joe Jonas's rumored girlfriend, Stormy Bree, sports singer's beanie while on vacation together in Aspen. People were obsessed yes. with the fact that he wore her hat. She wore his hat. And now her ex, Lucky Blue Smith, is dating a famous TikToker named Nara. Mm. Nara Aziza. The other thing that was funny about Stormy Bree is that when Stormy was born, the Stormy, Stormy Kardashian, Stormy Jenner, Stormy Webster, sorry, Stormy's last name is Webster. After Kylie Jenner's kid Stormy was born, Stormy Bree posted a picture of herself looking upset and wrote current mood. And then everybody reported like, Stormy is mad that like another Stormy happened. And she had to update the caption saying, goodness gracious, that was a bad caption timing. Some of you guys are funny and some are really mean. Let me clarify. Ah, ha, 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 ha. It will be cool to have more Stormy sisters in the world. There's nothing I hate more than a gaslighting celebrity comment about something. I hate when they do this, where it's like, all of you are crazy. I never meant this thing that I absolutely meant because she definitely there are no that. coincidences, you know? It's like, it would be like Aaron Taylor Johnson being like, I was just looking through an old photo album and it came up on my Apple photo memories. Like, I, I had nothing... I don't. I wasn't trying to comment on uh, the other guy, Jeremy Allen White. The other really funny thing about Stormy Bree is that there's a really funny Galore magazine feature about her being a music producer, which I don't mm-hmm. doubt like that she does music. But this whole thing is about how there's music coming out and like they're getting ready for her music and she's signed to a Chris Brown's label. Mm, toxic. And this and that, here it comes. And then on her Wikipedia page, that translates into, in 2012, Henley joined the music group Ugly, uh. which signed to Chris Brown's recording label CBE. As of 2024, which does this get updated every year? Discogs does not show any entries with her name included as a recording artist. Because I was doing the same research. I was like, did she ever release any music? Like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know she was a music girl. I thought she was just a model. And the answer is uh-huh. she absolutely did not. She also has an Etsy store in which she sold five items. I mean, this girlie is all over the yeah. place doing stuff. Yeah. But she doesn't seem to commit. Maybe she'll no, commit she to doesn't. Joe Jonas. I hope so. Actually, I don't care. <laughs> that's such a good point. I also don't really care. I opened up, I went to literally, I went to lifeandstyle.com and I was just scrolling through the homepage and I saw the headline, Nicole Brydenbloom and Justin Thoreau, quote, hit it off despite 23 year age gap, quote, she's nuts about him. And my, and my thought was like, well, who wouldn't be, you know, like, I'm not surprised that she's nuts about Justin Thoreau. Okay. Despite their 23 year age gap, she's 29, he's 52. And then I was like, why do I recognize this woman? I didn't recognize the name at all. But then I saw the photo and I was like, why do I know who this woman is? This photo of Nicole Bryden Bloom. And then it said, the Gilded Age actress, 29. And I was like, 
Oh my God. Justin Thoreau is dating Maud Beaton. We have found Maud Beaton, and she is with Justin Thoreau. Oscar would be so pissed. We well, it's funny is like I knew he was dating her because he was like it was, everyone was like, oh, Justin Thoreau has a new girlfriend and she she's really much younger than him, mm-hmm. but and she was an actress. But because Maude Beaton hadn't happened on Gilded Age yet, like we didn't know that she was Maude we Beaton. Maude Beaton. We didn't know that Maude Beaton was literally the talk of the town when she yeah. stole she stole the money, the Van Rynes money, and ran off with Justin mm-hmm. Thoreau. Do you think Justin mm-hmm. Thoreau was involved in the Mon the Maude That's Beaton what I'm scam? suggesting, Lindsay. I think that Justin Thoreau was the mastermind and Julian Fellows has a lot in store for season three. You think Justin Thoreau is going to like join the show and be like her mm-hmm. her villainous boyfriend, mm-hmm. like Todd Beaton? <laughs> we need her to have a villainous bisexual boyfriend because we need Justin Thoreau to have chemistry with Oscar as well. Oh, because they're going to have like a threesome because yeah. then they'll come oh, back yeah. and they'll be like, they'll be like, sorry, we stole all of your money. I'm This is Todd, my, my husband, yes. Todd Beaton. And he'll be like, I'm Todd. And then they'll like hit it off. My second favorite relationship story is specifically this caption from Tony Braxton. Oh, I'm um, obsessed with this. Tony being like, this is fake news and I didn't even know the news is really incredible. It's like Streisand effect of the week. <laughs> it was a photo of a headline um, that she reposted on her Instagram that says, congratulations, Tony Braxton and Birdman married in a private ceremony in Mexico. And she added hashtag fake news on top of that um, thing and wrote in her caption, <laughs> my dear friend at Birdman and I are not married. Never been married. We are both single. <laughs> and that's the end of that. <laughs> well, if you say so. Well, they've, and sure. it's not, it's not entirely random because they have been like on and off for a while, but like she didn't get married to Birdman in Mexico in a private ceremony. That is not true. Well, I didn't even know that we were still like having, I thought they kind of like, I didn't know, whatever. I thought There's it was so over. many things. There's and it is so true. It's things. over. It's true. They're not dating. It's just funny to do the kind of the, the Streisand effect of it all where it's like you say the news is fake and it's like, I don't even know if I knew the news. Like she's responding yeah. to something and I didn't even know that we had even exactly. any sort of rumors. It's true. We have big Rita news, so let's get to it. Let's get to Rita. Okay. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita, as I alluded to in the last episode, but did not get into depth, Rita got the Pernuvo spawn, which we did talk about, but she mm-hmm. buried the Pernuvo in a dump. And Pernuvo yes. said, honey, we did not give you a free $5,000 scan or whatever it costs. That's That must be exactly what happened. <laughs> you need to post us to Grid. I know you have more photos from your Pernuvo thing. And I need you to post to Grid and get into depth about how we scanned your ass. Literally. We need you <laughs> in the else... Pernuvo scrubs. We need you in front <laughs> else... of the machine. We're coming for you. Although I'd be like, what are you going to do? Sue me? Su- what are you going to do? Take back my health? What are you going to do? Rita Ora slammed by fans for promoting 2,499 MRI, MRI scan. The vast majority of people <laughs> of can't afford. Only Rita did post. I like that Rita's not to dwell on the Pernuvo post, but I did like that her Pernuvo post had her in the scrubs like before she was about to be put in the machine. But it also had her in like a gorgeous little crop top with a with an open back kind of just looking, just kind of looking, glancing so lovingly (laughs) at the Pernuvo logo, you know? Well, that was part of the original carousel. And then they were like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, sweetie. 
not enough. I mean, we to need be you fair, in the scrubs. We've, we need you I in the mean, machine. When, when have we not? We've been there. We've had to do a make do. Advertisers have come to us and said, Lindsay and Bobby, yeah, true. you did not speak yeah. about XYZ in the way that we'd like you to. And we said, you did not sure, give your personal we'll, story. We'll, we'll post a grid. We didn't. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You did not use the updated code. You did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been Rita there. Ora showcases her draw-dropping figure in a tiny patterned bikini as she soaks up the sun during lavish holiday. I noticed Rita mm-hmm. wasn't at the Golden Globes, which is kind of unlike yeah. her because she goes to literally everything. Yeah. Well, Taika's next goal wins didn't get any nominations, so I think she was like, fuck it. <laughs> Rita Ora was in New York. Well, she was in New York, though, over New Year's because she did the New Year's and she got tattoos and she was and she like got a new tattoo. riding high off her, you know, her ball drop. And now she's back on The Masked Singer. She's on The Masked Singer US, right? And UK. What? I don't remember. Yes, I think she's I think she's doing both. She's doing both. That's Isn't crazy. She? I don't know. Yes, but I think she missed The Masked Singer UK episode because of doing New Year's in New York City. That's crazy. I she can do whatever what she she can do whatever she wants. So she's she's going across the pond for her Masked Singer job, great. She loves to cross the pond. I love that. She crosses the pond more than uh, more than most. I don't know. Than a, than a skipping stone? I don't know. She crosses the pond more than Brian Austin Green's t- <laughs> sperms that are Sperm creating going a, over the ravine. Bra- yeah. Breaking through his vasectomy. Now that's good. Let's Okay. Let's end. end. Thank you for listening to the episode of Who We Can oh Keep Calling In at 619-WHO-THEN-BELIEVE questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. You can also get the audio only, audio only on Apple Podcasts. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will drive us. Hey. 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 Hey.